If you're here to listen, I want you to come here to learn. Let me tell you three things about me. I'm driven, I'm hardworking, I'm relentless. That's three things that describe Antonio Mansell. Yes, that's who I am, Antonio Mansell. You're here for a reason. You want to hear what I got to say. This show is called Antonio State 100, so I'm here to keep it real. I'm here to tell you the truth. You ain't gonna listen to nobody else but me. Welcome to my podcast. If you're here, you're already listening. You know what I mean? So tell me a little bit about yourself. I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. And that's where we'll take it at. Hey guys, what's up? I'm Antonio Mountain and I'll be your host. Welcome to my podcast, Tonyo State 100. In this podcast, I'll talk about everyday life, goals, the latest trends, and many more topics. I'll also have guests to appear on the show from time to time. Today's episode is about a guy who I've known for the last couple months. He's a guy who's been a mentor, also a friend. That is Larry Duncan. So, Larry, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good, Antonio. Doing better than I was a few days ago, for sure. <laughs> yeah, man. I know you were sick, and uh, I was praying for you, and uh, I was hoping that you was going to get through and uh, just get better and everything. Yeah, so. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on the man. I'm feeling a lot better than I was a few days ago, for sure. That's good. That's good, man. I'm I'm glad you're back healthy and safe and everything. So, uh, Larry, uh, where are you from? Tell us about yourself. Well, I was uh, actually born in uh, Indiana, Evansville, Indiana, and we lived there for a few years. Then we moved to Tampa, Florida for a couple of years and then back up to Henderson, Kentucky for a few years, which is where my parents are both from. But then we moved to Bowling Green when I was about uh, I was seven, I think, when we moved here, and I've been in Bowling Green ever since. So. Okay. Okay. I remember uh, when I did an episode on your show on lifting with Larry, uh, I remember you saying that uh, you're from Evansville, Indiana. Also, my brother lives there, him and his wife, right, Jasmine, my that. nephew. So, uh, Evansville is a nice city. Uh, I've been there a few times, and uh, I love it up there, so it's nice. I may move down there one day. My brother's asked me to move in a couple times. Oh, really? Yeah, I like Evansville. I, it's it's a nice city. So, how long you been? Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, this is Larry Duncan. A lot of people, this is the guy who started me out with podcasting, uh he showed me the way. He's been the mentor for the last two or three months. And uh, so, Larry, how long you been podcasting? Uh, Tell us. I've been podcasting just a little, probably a little under a year. I think my first episode came out last May, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it was in May when it finally came out. Oh. And um, it's a lot of fun, though. I enjoy it. Uh, I have a lot of fun. I meet a lot of cool people. I enjoyed having you on my podcast for sure. I appreciate that. I appreciate that for sure, man. Yeah. So it's, I've been podcasting just a little under a year. Um, a long time ago, gosh, back in the mid, I guess it was mid to late eighties. Um, I worked for a radio station called the Beaver, which is still around. Wow. I never knew that. Uh, I definitely heard of the Beaver, especially when I was living in Elizabethtown, Radcliffe area. Uh, I used to hear it on the radio all the time. I never knew that. You never told me that. Yeah. That's I, crazy. <clears throat> that was another lifetime ago, it seems like. They they were actually located in Russellville at the time. They, they weren't here in Bowling Green. Yeah, I'm familiar uh, with it. Yeah, there's a whole long story that that led up to me working working there. I um, When I was a kid, there's a local station called WBGN, so AM radio station uh, that's still around. And okay. me and a, a buddy of mine used to listen to it, and they, they started having a call-in radio show on friday and saturday nights and this was back in the old days back when they used to they would actually shut the stations down at midnight they'd play the 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 uh, national anthem and and they would just shut it down 
And so there was a guy on there named Bob Malloy who did this calling show. And me and my buddy, we were we were like, I don't know, 12 years old, maybe something okay. like that. Okay. Young guns. Yeah, we started calling in the radio show every week. It didn't matter what the subject was or what they were talking about. We'd find some way that we could call in and, and say something. And so one night after after we had talked uh, on, on uh, the radio about whatever topic it was, and they were in the middle of a, a commercial, Bob was on the phone with us. And he's like, hey, you know, what are you guys doing uh, tomorrow night? And we're like, well, we're doing the same thing. We always do. We're going to be listening to the radio show probably. And he said, why don't you all come over and answer the phones for me? And we thought, man, we were in show business, you know. We thought this was something else. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And so we used to ride our bikes over. Uh, WBGN is located over on uh, – it was on Fairview, kind of okay. where Donato's Pizza is now, yeah, right yeah. there. It was okay. right in that Shout area. Shout out to Donato's Pizza. Exactly. Uh, and so we would ride our bikes over there and answer phones with him for, for this radio show and got to be friends with him. Okay. And he ended up uh, eventually – Moving away, I think he ended up moving up to uh, New York City. Oh, and, man. Um, then years later, I was working for um, I was working for Gary Force at Mazda at the time. Okay. It was over on, yeah. on the corner of Lehman and in, in the bypass there. Right off the bypass. Yes, sir. I know. And they were doing a remote. The Beaver was doing a remote. And I had never listened to a country music song in my life. I mean, I was like a typical kid. If I heard it, I just wanted to switch it over. Okay. You know, just some rock and roll. <laughs> and okay. so he ended up coming to do uh, a remote because he was where he had moved back because his dad was uh, not doing well. His health was failing. And so Bob had moved back to take care of his dad and he was working at the Beaver radio station, but they were calling him Beaver Bob Cleaver. <laughs> and I remember hearing his voice what before. I, exactly. And I remember hearing his voice before he came to do the remote, and I knew that was him because I mean he had a very distinctive voice, and uh, I knew even though they were calling him something different that that was Bob. And so he came, uh, he came to the to the dealership, and he asked me what I was doing, you know, and I was like, well, I'm working here, but I'm also going to Western, and I was like, hey, I'm actually majoring in broadcasting, which I was at the time before wow. I switched over wow. to computers. Broadcasting journalism is yeah. really, really good at uh, WKU. It is. Obviously, I went there, and uh, when I first came to school, I was also trying to make that my major broadcasting journalism, but I switched over to communication studies, but it's an awesome program, one of the top 25 in the country, so. They do well. They yeah, do well. they do. They do, so. So, yeah, so Bob's like, hey, so he's like, why don't you come down to the the station um, this weekend and, and I'll give you a job. And I was like, a job like doing what? Like sweeping, cleaning the station or something. He's like, no, no. He's like, we need a, we need a weekend overnight disc jockey. Come down and I'll, wow. I'll teach you and I'll put you on there. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so I ended up doing that for a couple of years. And, um, but they always, they, they, they would always choose a name for you. Like they, they like to choose names of, that people they thought people could relate to, so they they would, a lot of times they would choose like counties, and so uh, my name was Wayne Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. And Myla Thomas, who still works there today, she's really? she's the one who trained me. How yeah. long has she been there? Do you know? She, well, that was that was like in nineteen eighty six. So wow, she's man. been there. Her and uh, at that time, Scooter was doing sales. He had tried to move over from doing, being disc jockey into sales, so he he was doing that. But Mila, yeah, she was the one who trained me. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And Scooter, if Scooter, if you ever want to get into sales, uh, get connected with me. I'm a guy that does sales right now. I do direct sales for a company. So, 
so, yeah. a new company now. So, so I had a little bit of background as far as you know, speaking into a microphone, the broadcasting side of it. So, when uh, some friends of mine up in Michigan uh, that run a podcast called GR Rideshare Adventures, um, I got to be friends with them. Um, they they actually live stream their shows when they record their podcast. They record every other Wednesday night, and they live stream it on facebook and youtube and now they're doing twitch and periscope i think as well and so you can interact with them you can chat with them on facebook or, or youtube while they're doing their podcast and uh i guess got to be friends with them and that's, you know, they, that's amazing man so how long did you actually do that how long did you actually work at the beaver for uh it was about two years two years yeah I so i guess you, you got a lot of experience in that and uh, you work for the beaver and uh you did a lot of radio stuff so that's crazy. I see why you got into podcasting now. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I had a little bit of background in it already. So uh, it made it, I think a lot of people, it made it a little bit easier. Uh, a lot of people don't like the sound of their own voice. They hate speaking into a microphone and headphone, you know, listen to it like that, but it doesn't really bother me. Man, it's all about confidence. It's all about just getting out there and doing it. You know what I'm saying? Once exactly. you're in something, you got to do it. You got to live up to it. So I got another question for you, Larry. Sure. You've been doing radio. You've been doing podcasting for a while. Um, what is it that you do? Uh, I know you went to school for engineering. Computer information systems. Computer information computer information systems Correct, and all yeah. that. And, uh, I figure it's something like technology. I know we had talked about it. Mm-hmm. So uh, are you still doing that now? What are, you, what are you doing that like when you're not doing this on your free time? Right. So I went to Western. Uh, I went and ended up... Um, it ended up taking a long time to get through Western because I was I was working to pay my own way through school. Uh, grew up pretty poor, and so didn't have really any money for college, and took We're out a lot like <laughs> took out some you know some student loans and stuff like that. But uh, it took me actually took thirteen years to get through Western. I started in eighty four and, and graduated in ninety seven. And that's all because you just had all kinds of jobs. You had to take care of family. Right, I was doing factory work. You doing factory work? And, uh, I would take you know I would take one or two classes a semester a lot of times, and, and there were right. a semester or two I think I set out. Right. Um, but yeah, I got a job. Um, or got my degree in computer information systems, and um, ended up applying for a job with the city of Bowling Green back in ninety seven. They hired me as their city's first webmaster. They didn't have any website at that time. You know, most most or a lot of cities didn't back right. in, back in that day. And so, yeah, when I started there, that was my job for about the first three and a half years there. I took care of their, I created and took care of their website. Wow! So you were like a website designer at that time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, it I, makes I, sense why you do podcasts. You've done radio for the Beaver broadcasting journalists at wku so all that makes sense computer technology yeah i love technology uh it's you know to me it just opens up a lot of doors it's, it's fun to you know see the the new technology that's coming uh there's always new stuff to learn there's always new products coming out and uh it's hard to believe some of the things that we have now um that we just take for granted uh you know kids day growing up you know, they don't know any world without the Internet. <laughs> Where is that? When I grew up, you know, there was no Internet. Right, right. And that's that's the first thing I said. That's the first thing I noticed right off the bat about you, Larry. You knew so much about technology, not only technology. You do computers. You do radio. You do talking one-on-one. I, I swear you could be a salesman. You know, you do. I think you could be real estate. You do so much things when it comes to communicating. You know what I'm saying? Uh conversing and conversation. So that's one thing I noticed about you right off the bat. So I appreciate that. I I always thought I'd do well at a sales job. I've not I've not really had one, but I, I think I would do okay just because I'm uh I seem to get along pretty well with people. Okay. So 
once you left there, what did you start? Did you start doing another job? Uh, you stay stayed with computer technology, information, and when I engineer. Left, when I left where? Well, you said you uh, worked at a place for like three years, three and a half oh, years. Oh, well, I was their webmaster for about three and a half okay. years. Actually, another a job opened in um, the actual IT department for the city. So I, I, I've been at the same uh, same place for a little over 22 years now. Wow. So you do work for the city of Bowling I still work, yeah. I still work okay. for the city of Bowling I'm just At that time, the webmaster kind of fell under the city manager's department. Um, and so an opening op- opened up in the, in the actual IT department and there was a little more room to grow, I think, in that department. So I, I applied and moved over into that job. Uh, now we actually have the webmaster in our. It's all in the IT department. So that's what's up, man. That's always I always tell people. Anytime you get a job in the government or with the city, that's amazing. You know, you're doing big things. You know, because you're protecting the city and the state, and not not only the city, the state, but the world. It's pretty, so, and it's a pretty secure job. You know, there's not a lot of chance of the city shutting down <laughs> wow man that's that's I, that's one thing i didn't know about you i knew you did uh a lot of people don't know this i'm gonna go ahead and say this on there this is lifting with larry uh larry duncan uh he won't he won't claim this but uh, i've told him many times he's like a bg uh, celebrity in bowling green and uh he's been uh doing this podcast for a while and uh that's part of the reason why I wanted to bring him on the, my podcast show today is because he's been doing uh, podcasting for a while. He's been doing it for like nine months, guys, and this guy's doing great. And uh, he's been interviewed by some of the local news stations, uh, WNKY. I know he did a. I think you did a. You did a story with uh, the BG Daily, right? Yeah. So um, the first thing that happened was. Uh, um one of the writers on the at the Herald uh, approached me and asked about doing a story. I mean, this has right. been a little over, I don't know, probably a year and a half ago, maybe. Right. And uh, which is funny because she just she sent me a text or a message on Instagram just the other day, and she said, "I just wanted you to know that the story that I did on you um, about your your Uber your Lyft and Uber business it actually won first place in a in a." Awards program. Wow! Congratulations, for the state of man. Congratulations, congratulations to her. I, I didn't do anything. Hey, but, but you still yeah. won. You know what I'm saying? So and congratulations so, uh, to you, Larry, on that. That was the first thing, and then from that, um, there's two two individuals that uh, do a Western podcast called the Top of the Week Podcast. Yeah, I'm very and, familiar uh, with Laurel Deppen and Rebecca Alvey, and um, they contacted me and had me, they were gracious enough to have me on the, the top of the week podcast. And that was just about a year ago. I think, I think it was maybe last February. And so I did that. And then, um, the daily news did a story on me a couple months ago. WNKY uh, uh, came out on new year's day and filmed a little. Short, yeah. I seen short, that in the paper. That was, uh, that was impressed. I was impressed when I seen that and I read up on it and then I saw some on you with the BG daily. Right, yeah, the Daily News did a story as well. It's big time. And uh, I had a, had a, talking about the journalism program. There's a student at Western named Nick Huey, and uh, be sure and uh, you can visit his website nickhuey.com, n-i-c-h-u-e-y.com. He approached me. He was he likes to do short documentary uh, films, and he approached me about doing a film about just kind of the you know the day in the life of an Lyft and Uber driver. And so he ended up riding around with me for five or six nights, which was a lot of fun. We we got to know each other and, and swap stories. And he got to know the people up in Michigan because we chat on a 
program called Telegram, which you can do voice messaging back and forth. So we're all the time talking back and forth and, and talking about how the night's going or any you know funny or crazy rides that we've had, stuff like that. So the guys got and gals got to know Nick as well. But he did ended up doing it was about a three minute documentary film just about uh, kind of ride share. Uh, and about kind of my story. So that's that crazy. Cool. That's crazy. I know I posted you a couple times after we did the episode on your show, uh, the podcast episode uh, when I was on for Driven and Determined. I know a couple people came to ask me like on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Hey, you know, Larry, you did this with Larry and all that. So I, I seen to myself, I said to myself, I'm like, man, this guy. No, know, everybody knows this guy. I didn't realize who I met a couple months ago. I'm glad I met you, man. You're a great dude. Uh, like I said, you've been a mentor to me. It's 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 just awesome to have you on the show today. It's also it's, it's it's a pleasure. So people always asking questions like, "What does Larry do?" So that's why we had to have you on the show today, man. Oh, I appreciate it. It's it's still it. it I I get them used uh, whenever I pull up to pick up a passenger and they get in and they look at me and all of a sudden you can kind of see a a glimmer <laughs> of recognition in their eyes and they'll they know who like, you are. are. Are you lifting with Larry? Yeah. It's either they've seen it, uh, you know, through one of their friends has been a passenger of mine. Because um, one of the things that I, that I do as, um, when I'm out driving is I have an Instagram page and I lo- love taking selfies with my right, passengers. Right. Um, I have so many college kids as passengers that I was trying to find a way to connect with them and social right. media is a way to do it. And so I started that Instagram and have tons of pictures now on my Instagram page of different uh, different passengers I've had. And it's cool to go back and look at them and remember the remember the events that was going on, you know, that was happening when I picked them up. So what is it like being like a local celebrity? You know what I'm saying? I know you don't like me saying that title. You know, it's like I know you're a really humble guy. But what is that like? Because I can tell, like, just around the city, everybody's just talking. Everybody knows who you are. You've been doing lift. Lifting with lifting with Larry for a while. You've been uh, just just on the you just been on the on the rise. Now, it's, on the rise. Uh, like I said, it, it still it cracks me up every time somebody you know somebody mentions it or speaks of it. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, I enjoy doing Lyft and Uber because I get to meet so many interesting people. I mean, that's how I met you, Antonio. That's right. But uh, I appreciate that. I don't even know how many people I've met now. I've done pro- probably close to 5,000 rides now. So even if Man. you figure just averaging two people ride, that's, you know, that's 10,000 people. Um, you know, a lot of those are, are repeat customers here in Bowling Green. But still, I've met a, a, just a ton of people. And uh, the neat part is just getting to hear their stories, which is why I wanted to start my podcast, you know, Lifting with Larry, What's Your Story? So I can have an avenue for them to share their story. And that's what I tell people. Uh, I was a... Uh, Two weeks ago, I was getting my haircut by my barber, and he was telling people, he's like, most people just go home and just go to work. But I tell, he was telling me, he was giving me advice, he was giving me some youngsters advice. He was like, you got to do more than that. You got to you gotta get out of here and do lifting. You got to do podcasting. You got to have like some, you just got to do more than just going to work every day. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing I noticed about you, Larry. You do, you do a few things, and uh, I'm pretty impressed by it, you know, because it's, it's more to life than just going home. And just going to work, you know what I'm saying? Uh, exactly. Like I tell people, I hope my listeners out there just start a podcast, talk about everyday life, uh, get out there and help with the community of Bowling Green or any city that you're in. You know what I'm saying? Just get out there. You know right. what I'm saying? And that's one thing that I do when I'm out driving. I try to have, I try to be a positive influence. Um, I'm one of seven kids. Um, okay. I have one brother and five sisters. Big family. Wow. Yeah. And then me and my wife. Um, we're a blended family. We have eight children. 
Wow. So, um, and and three of those are daughters. So uh, <laughs> not not that guys can't get in trouble as well, but I think I have a you know special affinity for making sure my female passengers are safe and they feel safe when they're in you know in my car. And I do get a lot of feedback on that. I've had a lot of, of, of my female passengers tell me, you know, we appreciate the fact that that we do feel safe when we're with you. Um, you know, that that means a lot to them because, you know, face it, there are some sketchy drivers out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard all kinds of stories when it comes to Uber and, and Lyft and you see stuff all on the news, CNN, reported stuff. I've seen stuff on Facebook. So you definitely write about that. So it can be some sketchy drivers out sure there. sure can. Got to so, make sure these girls get home safe and these guys. Exactly. Yeah. And and um, I take that I take that very seriously, making sure my passengers get get where they're going safely and i will um i i will talk to my passengers i, I jokingly call them dad talks uh I'll, I'll talk to them about things you know that i think they probably shouldn't be doing and from you know they've been well received i have to say uh, most people have been very polite um and, and listened to what i had to say um and some of them have thanked me for it you know uh, i've like i said you meet people at their very best and you meet people at their very worst doing that job because you never know what's going to happen and i've you know i've prayed with people i've cried with passengers you know we've talked really? i've talked wow you know, turn turn the apps off and up and close and personal them. exactly and just sit there and talk with them about what's going on you know it's not all about money for sure right right and see that's why i always tell uh my friends and just my family or even my co-workers man you just got to sit there and you got to, like, open up to people because you never know what somebody's going through. You know what I'm saying? You just never know. That's very true. Like, I posted some on my Snapchat last night. You know, looks can be deceiving. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never know. Somebody can smile every day, but they can be hurting the worst, you know? So it's always good to engage in conversation and just meet new people. Have fun, you know? Right. Um, so that's why I've always, like, I've always preached that with friends and coworkers. And it's about being happy. You know, at the end of the day, it's about being happy. It ain't about money. You know what I'm saying? So, exactly. And and you don't know uh, even a small thing that you might do or say has a big impact on somebody. You know, it could be something that you said to somebody, and you just you know said it in passing. You weren't even really thinking that it had that big an effect. But it may be something that really you know really stuck with them, or really stood out to them, and meant a lot to them. You just never know. Like I said, you never know what what people are going through, what's going on behind the scenes. Okay. Talk about uh, what gives you the drive. Like, what gives you the drive to get up out your bed every day for your wife and all your kids? I know you say you got you, y'all have eight kids, I believe you said we do. earlier. We do, yeah. Eight kids. What gives you the drive to just get up and just go to work and just uh, just do what's best for your family? You know, a lot of people going to say they're going to give you the typical answer. Um, you know, everybody's going to say everybody, people have to work because they have to. But, you know. It's more than that. Like just we we're just talking about. It's about being happy too. You know what I'm saying. So sure. it gives you that drive, Larry. Just get up and just support your family and your wife, and just take care of everything. Well, as as me and you have talked about, you know, we both I think grew up in not great financial situations. So right. that's that's definitely one one aspect of it. You know, you don't want to. Uh, yeah, I've never wanted to be in, be in that position again. You'll be worried about, am I going to make rent or, or things like that? Right, man. So that, that's part of it. But um, but the other aspects of it, uh, you know, doing my, my the extra things that I do, the Lyft and the Uber and doing the podcast and the Instagram and things like that, that's more about making connections. Right. You know, that's not about 
because of my podcast, you know, I'm not making any money on my podcast. I'm not making any money off right, Instagram right, or anything right. like that. That's all about. You could, you could be doing that. I've told you. I told Larry he should push it, man. He's a, uh, he's really good at podcasting. Everybody knows it. This guy, this guy's a clever human being. He's smart. Like I said, guys. Uh, but I definitely think you could if you actually push it. And I've told you that many times, Larry. <laughs> that's 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 gonna come. That's gonna come for sure. Uh, oh yeah, I know. I already know. I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna help you out. So yeah, that, that's what it's about for me now. Especially as my my kids are our, our kids are getting older. Uh, we have two that are um, well, actually one of them in high schools still. Right. One that just graduated in the middle of the year um, at South Warren, and the rest of them we have three in college, and then wow. uh, three that are that are out of college age. Wow. Uh, so you got three kids that's in college, and do they all go to, to like, JUCOs or are they in no, universities? We have two at, at uh, University of Kentucky right now, and we have one at Northern Kentucky go Cats. University. Kentucky Wildcats. Big win last night. And so, uh, yeah, and then, and then we have one that will be starting at Murray State uh, in the fall. Okay. Um, and then uh, the one that's in high school, she's probably leaning toward U of L. Okay. So, yeah, I don't have uh, – Eight kids and and uh, well, like I said, three of them were already out of college when when or in college when me and my wife uh, got married. So, uh, out of the other five, I don't think any of them are going to end up going to Western. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, but I'm still and still am and always will be a, a big WKU supporter. That's where I went. That's where my father went. That's where uh, a lot of my family have gone. Uh, several of my sisters and my brother, we all went to went to WKU. I grew up here in Bowling Green. Like I said, I remember going to watch basketball games in Dill Arena when they used to have the uh, the big Wendy's tournament. They used to bring in some some really big teams. The place used to be packed. I saw saw Patrick Ewing play in wow. Dill Arena. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just you know, it used to be standing room only. And, uh, wow, it was big time, big time. That's that's awesome. I think WKU has a a men's basketball game tonight. So shout out to WKU. I believe the Hilltoppers are go playing. Tops. Go Tops. I believe they're playing at home tonight. Uh, they've been playing pretty well too. Definitely, they have been playing well. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, always been a big like I said, uh, you know, big big Topper fan. I used to go to a ton of the men's and women's basketball games. My right. uncle, uh, who's passed away now, but he he uh, was a huge. Lady Topper fan, and me and him and my dad used to go see uh, almost all the games. Uh, we we even traveled. Uh, we would go go to away games a lot of times as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, Larry, it seems like uh, you started from the bottom. You know what I'm saying? You grew up poor. Uh, a lot like me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you started from the bottom, and then you made your way through college. You worked for the Beaver. You graduated from WKU. You started a family. Uh, it seems like you've done well. You've had great jobs in the, in the past. So uh, with all that's been happening and everything's been going on in your life, uh, what's something that you want people to remember you as when it's all said and done? You know what I'm saying? What's, somebody, what's something you want people to remember you as? Because you've accomplished so much in your life. You've had so many tough beginnings. What's something that you be remembered as what's something you can see yourself or a lot of people just remember larry duncan you know well i you know i hope um i hope people didn't remember that that i was a good person i hope they they think i was uh you know i hope my kids think i was a, a good parent you know right. i've certainly made my share of mistakes as everybody does uh, i don't know anybody that, that that doesn't you know doesn't make their share of mistakes but i hope they know that i've you know that i've loved them and and would do anything for them uh 
so yeah when it's all said and done you know i just i hope people you know people remember that that you know i was i was just a good person yeah i can see that man uh i, I think a lot of people are gonna uh gonna say that you like larry's a good person you you're a very intelligent guy um you accomplished a lot in your life. Uh, like I said, you was a mentor to me. You've been the mentor for me for the past two or three months. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed being around you. You're an awesome guy. So. Hey, it's been a lot of fun, Anthony. It's, it's good, and uh, it's a lot of fun to see somebody who has the drive that you have. I appreciate that. And I can just tell, like, I can tell right off the bat, you're, you're a person that's all about business. You're all about action, you know. So that's one thing I noticed right off the bat. And I, I said to myself, I said, I want to get connected with this guy and everything. And uh, and ever since, I mean, we've been in contact, and uh, and it's 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 been like that. Well, it's good to see somebody who follows through because that's uh, as far as my podcast, the the biggest um, probably struggle I have with my podcast is getting people to be on the show. And you get so many people that when when I have them as passengers and I talk about the podcast with them and they're all excited and they they want to be on the show and they can't wait to be on the show and then you try to schedule a date okay let's let's schedule a date to record the podcast and then they just they they you know they go they end up ghosting you you don't hear from them they won't answer you really I'm surprised because like I said you're like a you're like a BG celebrity. Everybody knows who you are. People, even my even my coworkers, uh, it's been a couple of times. Larry, I haven't even shared this with you. It's been a couple of times. They're like, hey, I saw you take a picture with Larry. Or, you know, Larry, he's my Uber driver and all that. And a lot of people didn't know what you did for a living. They, they, they knew you did that. They thought right. you were just a, a Uber driver or a Lyft right, driver sure. for ride share and all that. But I was like, no, nah, he has a, a big boy job. He does. He does more than that. And uh, so people, I get the questions all the time and people message me, you know, or sometimes some people ask me, how's Larry? I ain't seen you post about him in a while. And I say, Larry's fine. He has a big family, he has a wife. So he's handling this business. So, yeah, there's always something going on. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, I wanted to touch on something. Uh, I know, Larry, I know you're uh, familiar with this. Uh, something uh, tragic happened this past weekend. Uh, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bean Bryant, the NBA legend. L.A. Laker, uh, twenty years in the in, in the NBA, he uh he was uh, killed in a hel- helicopter, um, helicopter crash. Also, his uh, daughter. I wanted to touch on that. Uh, Kobe Bryant, one of the best players in the game. To do yeah, with. there's no doubt. I mean, you can't even. It's not even. Uh, I don't think. I don't think you can find anybody that's going to debate with you that he was one of the top players of all time. Yeah. Would you Would you think about him when you first heard that? Like. I remember. I, mean, I was sitting on the couch. Uh, I think I was right. watching TV or, or watching something on Netflix, and it came up on my phone. You know, news alert. Right. And I just immediately went in and and told my wife. I couldn't believe her. I was like, "You're right. not going to believe this." Right. And Kobe Bryant and was was just you know killed in a helicopter crash, and yeah, it's just and such his a daughter shock. and like nine of their, I guess nine of their friends are exactly. Yeah, I mean. You know, your heart goes out to everybody who lost somebody in, in that accident. Right. And we, we focus on someone like Kobe because he's so well-known. We feel like we know him. Right. Just from watching him over the you, years. It felt like a family member died. Does, and uh, yeah. my brother, uh, I called my brother immediately and I told him, I said, hey, uh, your favorite basketball player has passed away. He didn't believe me at first. He thought, I said, dude, check uh, Twitter. Yeah. Get, on, uh, get on news sites. Get on your phone. And I told him that. And it, it was just... He couldn't believe it. Nobody could believe it was all over the news. And like like I said, Kobe Bryant, the NBA legend, he's been in the league for 20 years. He retired about three years ago. Laker, great. Magic Johnson, uh, he did a lot. Magic Johnson had some words to say. A lot of uh, celebrities and uh, 
I pray for Kobe's family, Vanessa, his wife, and uh, his kids. You know, uh, yeah, it'll be tough. T- you know, it'll he's, be tough. He, he's a superstar to us, but to him, you know, his kids, that's dad. That's his dad. Right. That's their dad. Right. And that's the thing I try to impress upon. Uh, we, we try to impress upon our kids is, you know, we're not guaranteed another minute here on earth. We don't know when our time right. will come. It right. doesn't matter how wealthy you are it doesn't matter how famous you are it doesn't matter anything you're you know your life can be over in a heartbeat whether it's a car wreck or a helicopter accident or uh i mean it's like me monday morning sunday night i went to bed i was fine i woke up monday morning i was in serious pain and i was worried about you larry i gotta say man i was worried about you and you know some people hit me up because we were we were uh, supposed to do the show uh, Tuesday, Tuesday night. Right. Tuesday night, we had plans to do the show, and somebody actually wrote me on Snapchat. They was like, "Can you can the show go on without them?" And I was just thinking, out of respect for you, I have so much respect for you. I was like, "No, I'm not gonna do it without my guy." So, <laughs> and uh, a couple people asked me that, but uh, yeah, man, I just uh, I just wanted to touch on Kobe Bryant, and uh, like I said, man, he's an NBA legend. Uh, he was a sight to see, boy. Could he play basketball? He was good. Definitely, I'm talking about he was good. He you was know? very good. I mean, he was a good player. Exactly. And, um, and it seems like even even more than that, he was. Uh, it seemed like he was a, a really committed dad. Oh yeah, businessman. I think they said when he died. I, I believe what I saw in the news the other day. I couldn't believe it. I think he was already worth seven hundred million. Yeah, seven hundred million dollars, close to being a billionaire. And I was I was telling my brother on the phone the other night. We was talking. I was sitting there thinking in my head. I told I said, Lando, I think he's going – I think Kobe in like a year or two, he would be a millionaire because he was doing so good, not only for the game of basketball. He was doing right. mentoring kids. He had a podcast. I didn't know if you knew that. He was doing the podcast. Uh, he had the Mamba Academy. His girls was playing basketball. Right. He had a lot going for himself. He was setting himself not only for himself but his, uh, his kids up for like financial freedom. You know what I'm saying? So this guy was wise. He was smart. They say he spoke – Four different languages, man. So it was a, uh, it was like I said, it was a tragic, but uh, ripped in peace, Kobe Bryant. No so, doubt, yeah, one of the greatest. No, no debate. Yeah, it's uh, is there anything you want to say before we wrap it up or anything like that, Larry? Is there anything you want to say or yeah. shout somebody out or anything? Or? Well, I always have to shout out my family, my wife, um, Kathy, who takes such good care of me. Um, she's just a blessing, and and my kids, uh, you know, all all eight of them. Um, you know, we just love them to death, and I always want the best for them. And I appreciate you having me on your show, Antonio. It's been it's been a lot of fun to get to know you, and like I said, to see your passion and your drive um, means a lot. Because like I said, I've met I've had so many people that oh man, a podcast, you do a podcast, I want to be on it, I want to start my podcast, <laughs> and you know, you hear, and then but and they're then not they, serious. They, no, they're not. They they, they fall, you know, they just disappear from the radar. I, mean, I appreciate that, man. That's uh, that's I appreciate that. I've always had that drive and determination. Uh, just being so driven, determination comes from my mom. Like I said, and uh, on your episode, uh, it's just I just got this, I just got this thing in my in my soul that I just want to get things done. I'm I'm about who I say I'm about. You know, it's all about action. You know, and uh, I've been one of those guys that just kept my word. You know, so I've always been like that. And I appreciate you for coming on to the, my podcast. Uh, this wraps up my first episode. Uh, so I'm just uh, I'm just proud to say. Happy for you to be on my episode, man. And, oh, uh, I'm happy to be here. I'm looking forward to uh, to listen to your podcast. I'm looking forward to maybe co-hosting on on a, on a few shows if that if that opportunity pops up. Oh yeah, and I, I just want to say uh, to my listeners, uh, Larry is going to be a co-host on my show. Uh, 
he's definitely gonna be on there helping me out and uh i just think he has a passion for podcasting and uh, he's done radio he has so much experience but so uh we'll love to have him on the show y'all gonna be hearing a lot from larry and uh, i just want to say thanks to everybody who has been listening to my podcast today all right thank love you, so you much. guys i appreciate it, antonio thank you